This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit on 7 to 9 a.m. Visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za. Right. But at the time, due to the fact that 
uh, the person is not acquainted, or the person is not taught on how the spirit works in a person, and then when the person learns, when the person is conscious of the presence of the Holy Spirit in their life, then what is called manifestation. Manifestation is when one is open to the work of the Holy Spirit, be it by the gift uh, bestowed by the Spirit in the life of the believer, be it by speaking of unknown tongues, you know, be it uh, being just exposed to the working of the Spirit in the life of the believer. Then when that manifestation happens, then others assume that the, it's the first time that the Spirit is is part of that person when they accept Jesus Christ. But then it is something else than when it comes to the manifestation of the Spirit in the life of a believer. Mm. Because there are three things that happen when the Spirit is in the life of a believer. Firstly, the Spirit convicts us of the truth. Uh, the Spirit is working in us. Uh, the Spirit is working through us. You see, those are some of the things that uh, people must understand that, you know, uh, when you accept Jesus Christ, Moya, Usadenza, which works in us. And then when it manifests outwardly, then the Spirit works through us. And then people always see that uh, with the fact that Ungona, Umdesamdel Moya, but throughout, uh, the Spirit uh, is in the life of the believer. So when you look into the book of Acts, chapter number 9, I think it's similar to uh, the reference scripture that you we are looking into, where the Bible says, um, Paul tried uh, into Ephesus, I figure Ephesus, Paul, and Luke uh, addresses them as disciples. Mm-hmm. He addresses them as disciples, um, and then, obviously, one which it, it's vague if it's whose disciples are these people. It's not, if they are not mentioned if they are the disciples of Jesus or they are, they are disciples of John, but they are known to be disciples. And secondly, they are in the community of believers. They are in the community of believers. And then I don't know what triggered Paul to... Uh, asked them this question, but it seems to me that somehow Paul looked into the life of these of these disciples, and he figured that there might be something that they have missed. And he asked them that, since you believed, have you ever heard, or have you ever believed the Holy Spirit? Since you since you believed, have you ever heard about the Holy Spirit? Uh, since you believed. Have you ever received the Holy Spirit? So mm-hmm. it, this question of Paul is, 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 is double-edged. You know, he says, so when you believe, then you must have received the Holy Spirit. So which answers our question that says, when does one get the Holy Spirit? When does one receive the Holy Spirit? When you believe, you must have received the Holy Spirit. And now these guys continued and said, we have never heard about the Holy Spirit. And, then, and this gives us a conclusion therefore, that most of these guys were not the disciples of Jesus Christ because had they been the disciples of Jesus Christ, at least 
they would have been aware of the Pentecost. They would have been aware of the move that happened when the day of Pentecost had arrived. So these guys, they never heard about the Holy Spirit since they, since they believed. And then, and then Paul asked them, then, what were you baptized into? Uh, what were you baptized into? Uh, this, this, this conversation uh, is actually continuing and growing as Paul tries to gather the information. Then what were you baptized into? They just say, we were baptized in John's baptism. Mm-hmm. And he told them the, the baptism of John. He says, the baptism of John, it was unto repentance. Uh, the baptism of John, it was not unto salvation. It was unto repentance. And then the Bible says, he then baptized them in the name of Jesus, and he laid hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit, and they started to speak in tongues, and they prophesied. So it seems to me that uh, the Bible is teaching us that immediately when one accepts Jesus Christ, they then uh, together receive the Holy Spirit when they accept Jesus Christ, because the Bible says he baptized them in the name of Jesus and he laid hands on them, and they received the Holy Spirit. So the question is then, um, can someone uh, be saved and then receive the Holy Spirit after? Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone is saved. Uh, everyone who accepts Jesus Christ receives uh, the Holy Spirit the day uh, they accept the Lord, but might manifest the, the, the manifestation of the Spirit in the life of the person might be instant, or might be a process. I'm not sure if uh, uh, what I'm saying mm. makes sense to, to you as you are listening. Sure. Um, it might manifest um, in the future, but has happened in the present. So, so the fact that mean? there is no manifestation does mm-hmm. not mean that that person has no Holy Spirit. Okay. So, but I think just to clarify the last part, that you, point that you just made, um, would that um, then speak to what happened when the believers in Jerusalem sent ahead uh, Peter and John? If we're saying that they had already received the Holy Spirit, was that prayer that was done by Peter and John a sort of a way of of releasing the Holy Spirit so that he can begin to do works and to manifest, as you're saying? Amen. Yes, uh, um, you, you, you know, uh, the, 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 the prayer and the, the, the impartation that happens when people are prayed for, it is then, it is then for the manifestation of the Spirit, not the arrival of the Spirit. You see, mm. it, 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 it is to scare up. I think there's a verse uh, also in the Bible where Paul is speaking to Timothy. He says, uh, stir up the gift that was imparted on you when they prayed for you, you mm. see. So, so, so when they were praying for them, they were stirring up something in them so that it may manifest. Mm. It, 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 it may manifest, you see, because... Uh, but because the, the, the issue with, uh, uh, with the Holy Spirit, actually with, with God, it, it, it's knowledge sensitive. You see, the more you know about Him, is the more... It becomes, you know, in operation in your life. The more you learn, the more you are open, even with the issue of the gift of the Spirit, the more you desire, mm-hmm. is the more they become activated or the more they become 
more manifested in the life of the person. Mm. So every believer is essentially, um, they do have the Holy Spirit because uh, I think the argument from a, a Pentecostal like me who grew up from the very uh, rigid Pentecostal church, yes. it has always been a deep speak that one must speak in tongues mm-hmm. as an evidence that they have the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So if that person cannot speak in tongues, then people assume that this person is not filled with the Holy Spirit, you see? Yeah. And then people, they, 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 they live under pressure because they want to speak. But every time when the Bible speaks about, about anything concerning the, the speaking of tongues, it says, with the evidence, you see? So, 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 so with, the, with the proof, so, 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 so the tongues on, on themselves, they are not gifted of checking if the person has the Holy Spirit or not, mm-hmm. but they are the evidence. They are a proof mm-hmm. that one has the Spirit, you see. Yeah. So, so, so those, are, those are some of the dynamics that we look into so that people do not fall into prey of acting. People do not fall into prey of being pressed see, because they must show that they also have the Spirit of the Lord. Yeah, I think Funus, you can agree with me that this is a long-standing, uh, debated uh, topic. Now, I'm just concerned of of maybe verse. If we look at verse 17 uh, in Acts chapter 8, and and, be, and I'm, I'm raising this this verse because I'm gonna I'm gonna read it to you because um, just for the benefit of yourself and the listeners, um, there seems to be an understanding, um, an impression when sects the believers that. There are there are two stages in in which one would receive the Holy Spirit. One at, at when they are born again, uh, when their lives are being transformed, uh, they will receive the Holy Spirit. Uh, the, the next step uh, is then when the, 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 there's a laying of hands and, and to use some of the word, words that you use here, uh, the impartation uh, being prayed for by by Abefundis by apostles, and then the Holy Spirit is imparted onto them. And and I'm I'm, I'm drawing from this because. If you read verse 17, the language used there is, then Peter and John placed their hands on them and they received the Holy Spirit. And so it seems that, you know, they, though that, yes, they are born again, uh, when Philip had preached to them and they were converted, they, it, it's almost like they did not receive the Holy Spirit and then they, they received it only after the laying of hands. Can you reconcile that for me? That, is it correct to say they did not receive the Holy Spirit and only at the laying of hands? Or are we saying... Everyone, like you said in your introduction, that everyone received the Holy Spirit at, at the point of salvation. And then after that, there would be what you called an uh, impartation. Can you can reconcile I love verse 17? For verse 17, the one you said uh, that they laid hands on them and they, and they received, received yes. the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Uh, it's, 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 it's almost similar to the, the same text uh, that we have spoken about, but maybe different in the sense that uh, these ones in the book, uh, uh, Paul, he, 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 he baptizes them and then lay hands on them, and they receive the Holy Spirit. Uh, but in, 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 for me, uh, the, 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 the text that we have just read, the verse that we have read, it explains uh, the fact that uh, there is something that uh, was, was activated in the life of these believers when these apostles laid hands on them. Mm-hmm. You see, mm-hmm. uh, for me, um, as much as we read a text or a verse, uh, it, it, it's just not a, a, it's not just a line we read, but it is an event. Okay. Because if you say 
if we look at the verse where Paul uh, baptized them in the name of the Lord, it's just one line. But if it can, if you come to reality, perhaps it has been a time where he would go and baptize them, teach them, and then pray for them. Mm-hmm. So, 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 so when, he, when the apostles prayed for these people and they laid hands on them, they received the Holy Spirit. I want to believe that these guys were just activating that which has already been in the life of these believers. Because if then we say uh, people are going to uh, they accept Jesus Christ and then they receive the Holy Spirit, then the question would be, and then uh, how period, you know, mm-hmm. when can someone, can someone accept Jesus Christ and receive the Holy Spirit tomorrow? Can someone uh, accept Jesus Christ and receive the Holy Spirit after three months? Or what? Mm. So, so for me, it is a matter of manifestation. When is one aware? When is one conscious of the working of the Spirit in their life? And that opens them up to the manifestation, therefore, of the Holy Spirit in their lives and through their lives. Mm. So, 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 so that is my that that is my that is my stance because yeah. uh, you see, because we need to be in sync with the you know with the whole counsel of the Bible, because if then we say uh, one only receives the Spirit later, mm. that means that the Holy Spirit is not present at regeneration. Mm. But the Bible says then he, he, he dwells in us through his Spirit. Sure. You see? So sure. he is deposited in us through his Spirit. Yeah, Vagalam Funis. Can I, can I just, I want to present this one view um, yes. and, and then perhaps this is the last point that we're going to be looking at and I think you've made some very good points here uh, that are very helpful um, in, in us because at the end of the day the listener will make the decision as to what do, what are my convictions as a listener am I Pentecostal in my view with regards to how uh, the Spirit the Holy Spirit uh, what is the Holy Spirit's involvement in, in, the, in the plan of salvation in my being saved you know does he uh, also manifest maybe at a later stage. And so all of those questions, perhaps one individual will have to answer that for themselves. But what we're doing today is to provide a guide. Uh, you know, yeah. So here's the, here's the view that I want, want to present to you. And that is to, in, an, in an attempt to, uh, to answer why, specifically for the Samaritans, that they, the Holy Spirit only, uh, you know, sort of they received the Holy Spirit only when Peter and John had to come and had and, and, and had placed their hands on them. So the view is that you know, it was important for the Samaritans who believed you know, in Christ to identify with the apostles in Jerusalem and hence the sending of the apostles from Jerusalem. And likewise, it was important for the Jewish element to see uh, that the Samaritans were part of the same body of Christ. When the Holy Spirit was given by the laying of hands of Peter and John, who were personal, uh, were personal disciples of Jesus Christ, and the leaders in the Church of Jerusalem. So there was no doubt that these two groups were one in Christ. This delay in the Samaritans receiving the Holy Spirit kept the early church from having two centers of authority. Uh, that is in Samaria and one in Jerusalem. So basically, the view is that um, they had received the Holy Spirit at the point of regeneration. And they, so this view agrees with, with what you're saying. But uh, it's saying specifically because there's, there's no pattern here where we're seeing uh, that after any other race outside the Samaritans experienced the same thing where they had to wait for the for the, one of the apostles to lay hands upon them. It's just the Samaritans. And so the view is saying that uh, specifically for the Samaritans, the reason that this happened is because there's already a, a, a divide between Samaritans as we see 
as we see in John chapter 4, verse 9, there's a divide, you know, yeah. that, that Samaritans have got no, nothing to do with, uh, with, Jew, with the Jews. And so if, if, if they had just, you know, received uh, Philip's teaching and believed, and that's it, and there was no evidence of uh, one of the, 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 the disciples that walked with Christ and was known to have walked with Christ, and in fact were leaders of the current church in Jerusalem. If there was no physical evidence of those people endorsing them, in this case Peter and John endorsing the, the Samaritans, then there was going to be no evidence to prove that these men are actually now believers in Christ. And so that needed to be done also to avoid another political thing that could have happened where Samaria uh, continues to be its own uh, center of authority. Now they are believers us, but they still have got this racial divide between themselves and the and the Jewish. I know it's a lot to take in, but what are your thoughts on that, Funis? Um, you see, I think for me, it, it would have been nice if I had uh, gone through the book of Acts chapter number 8 myself. I think I missed, uh, I, I took a reference, but I think, uh, but it, 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 it is a valid uh, argument in a sense that, um, you know, Samaritans and the Jewish uh, nation that so much hostility as you had ascribed according to John chapter number four when uh, Jesus was having a conversation with a Samaritan woman. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the, the Samaritans, uh, they, they were fighting uh, the ownership or being part of the nation of God, mm-hmm. you see, because uh, I'm, I'm a Jew, uh, as people who are not partakers uh, of the inheritance of the, of the you see. So I, I think um, the, the argument in itself or the point in itself is you might some water in terms of the hostility of accepting them as uh, the community of believers. And, but, you know, it, 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 it faces then the Jews um, uh, with a upper hand that, you know, they needed them to part, you know, uh, of, 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 of the community of believers. Uh, you know, which is, which is um, yeah, it's a little bit. It's not easy for me to 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 to, to, to plainly say that, mm. you see, because then that means that uh, then God preferred others over others, and others needed us for them to access the secrets of salvation. Mm. You see, so so so, but 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 it, it, it is a valid point that there was a hostility, and that uh, that somehow would have been. Uh, uh, between the Samaritans and the Jews, and somehow the Jews, uh, you know, um, they felt they were not, somehow they were enjoyable, mm. <laughs> somehow. And, and I think we, we should also try and check the, the, the construction of the word used there, and also interrogate, uh, you know, and putting a hermeneutic of suspicion yeah. as into why would Luke himself uh, would only assume that they only received at the time and all that. But yeah, it's a, it's a very interesting conversation that we can <laughs> yeah. uh, learn from, uh, mm-hmm. obviously, progressively uh, continue dialoguing around. Hmm. I, I think I agree with you, Mfunis. It's a, it's a, it's a rather complex discussion, uh, particularly the topic sitting in Amtlanch. Like we said, you know, about I appreciate your views in this because it, for me it was important that we bring this uh, topic to the fore. 
kikona unga kinseki gendo yenzeka ku chapter 8 and perhaps no chapter 19 ke wazenzo eh, lo omsebenisa ukuveza into kuba you know there there was there were people that were that did not receive okanye according to what we are seeing in scripture you know abamfumana abamfumana mwenxele yet and now you've just explained you know that and and i think you make a very valid point to say at 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 our conversion you know at our regeneration at our point of salvation we receive the holy spirit and uh, and, and then you can you make a point to say you know maybe the laying on of hands would be a way of imparting so that also you know to 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 allow for the holy spirit to uh, to to manifest in the believers life and uh, it's a it's a very good point for this and i think uh, you made good substantial points in this subject because i knew gegas society teklish by is a rather complex subject and what i what i want to do is you know currently as a station we are um, she said curious she said under in revamp you know we're busy revamping oh, okay. the station and so once the, the the new station is ready the new studio is ready i want to invite you in because I, and, and the king indoba is going to allow us to you know look at the subject broadly and and you know seeing ngoko leka kuhle also sikwazi ukuchaza sivelele nezindima uzivezwa indoba mhlambi there are some hermeneutical elements that we need to apply here as our sincere indoba siyifunde kakuhle siyanisendeka kuhle no, most definitely. Uh, I'm open at uh, uh, any time where I could assist. Uh, I'm willing. And I, I think for me, you see, I'm, 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 I'm. Okay, I'm finished. I think I'm losing them for this. I'm going to pull it in. I'm starting to go quickly. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, Your Sunday Wrap with Mpumzi Hasmeni. It's 53 minutes after 4 o'clock. Uh, let's wrap it up before uh, the crowd get the line. All right. No, I mean, uh, I mean, I'm talking from someone who has a background of a very strong Pentecostal uh, lineage, you know, where mm. the, the working of the Holy Spirit is very much, uh, you know, we're exposed to, we're expected to, to, you know, the, the more you grow as a believer you are expected to somehow grow into the working of the Holy Spirit in the life of a believer. Mm. And, you know, oftentimes, though the, the, the motive behind that is good, but I felt that, you know, sometimes others were put so much under pressure, you know, to, to somehow perform, you see, just to show that they have the Holy Spirit, mm. uh, you see. Yeah. So uh, most often... Uh, that would be in a in a in, in an expectation of one speaking in tongues, you know. Uh, I think that's more you know more common than this church and win. And and so many people would fall into prayer, you know, they end up 
you know, uh, fabricating things because <laughs> of that of, of that notion that Auna Moya went. And in reality, that's not the case. You see, that's not the case. And and that notion then uh, pulls us to a direction of uh, performance. You see. Uh, more than uh, uh, looking at the working of the spirit mm. in, in, in changing one's behavior to become that which is of Christ, you see. Uh, so, so, so these are some of the balances that, from, from a Pentecostal point of view, we should be focusing because the main idea of the Holy Spirit is to work within the life of a believer, mm. not in the believer, so that Christ may be formed in that life of a believer. The manifestation, therefore, uh, the, what would uh, what would be the evidence mm. uh, of the spirit of the life of, of the presence of the spirit in the life of a believer is is meant for the the, the, uh, the edification of the church, mm-hmm. the edification of those around him. But then we must never neglect the fact that the spirit must work in two. You know, mm-hmm. uh, it, it must it must be from the from inside out the working of the spirit, and therefore that's why. It, it, Actually, mostly the Holy Spirit works in in quietness, where He molds us, He He He, he tells us, you know, He rebukes us of the, and our wrongdoing from day to day living. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we must cling to mostly. That you know, the Spirit is the one that counsels us, is the one that leads us to the truth, is the one that that takes us through, is the is the one that you know that uh, that becomes our counselor, our advocate. The one that keeps us, you know, from day to day to live right, yeah. you know, in our in our walk with Christ. Yeah. So those are some of the things that I just wanted to share. I close that you know, never allow the the le- the fact that you can't be when I find time, you know, you are the uncle and to make you feel like when you don't have the spirit. The fact that you accept Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit has been deposited in you, and then the manifestation takes time to others. It's a week to others, months to others, years. So, but that is not uh, how we gauge if you are filled with the spirit or mm. not. Yeah, yeah. No, well said, Funis. I really appreciate your time on this and the effort that you've put in, Funis, to help the nation uh, by sharing some of your views uh, in light of uh, Acts eight and uh, perhaps Acts nineteen too. Thank you so much for this, and I always look forward uh, to your discussion as a tough as because the shia sitinga. So the naum like a kulu, you know, as I said earlier on, Kali Ongilo say lungi linga up into Baspinas Tibana Sibinarum Timbunje. Let me even go further into uh, some of the, the workings of the Holy Spirit in the life of a believer. But for now, Masiba Madina Funso Mengo Sakun Thank you so much, Dr. Man. Anytime you need my assistance or anytime you need my my head around anything, I'll be available. Right. Thanks, Funso Mabula. Thy will international ministry. Ministries international. complex.
angazivezi ebomini bomtu itathi ndokuba ibekho mhlambi laying of hands as a form of impartation and sometimes praying that umoyeni azibonakalise ebantwini phela phela kai luluvo lokamfundisa luluvo albeka ngaphambili ndokuba khetha yayibona ivayo ayipheza kusebenzela sithina sibhalo kuwe what are your convictions and as you know in this program we seek to bring some of the most uh, dedicated brains in uh, in searching the scriptures so that bakwazi ba bazisa oluluvo kuwe bebonakala isinto kuba basebenzile in these topics uthathi ke wena izinto ezakusebenzela may god bless you thanks for some kakhulu umangazo zibini ku masambe kesingomane this insert was brought to you by radio k pulpit on 729 am visit us on www.kpulpit.co.za